0: From the Financial Times in London, I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor, and this is FT News. Deutsche Bank has settled another of its legacy legal problems, paying more than $600 million to two agencies in the UK and US over allegations that it facilitated money laundering in Russia. Well, here to talk about the case and what it means for Deutsche Bank is Laura Noonan, our investment bank correspondent, and down the line from Frankfurt, James Schotter, our German financial correspondent. James, Deutsche has been in many legacy litigation issues with regulators and public authorities around the world. This one, not as expensive as some, but it's several hundred million euros again over a Russian row, is that right?
1: Exactly, yeah. Basically what's happened today is that Deutsche has agreed settlements with two authorities, the Department of Financial Services in New York and the Financial Conduct Authority in Britain, over allegations that it was used by clients to siphon about 10 billion dollars worth of money out of Russia Deutsche has paid 630 million in total 425 million to the DFS and 163 million pounds or 204 million dollars to the FCA That is certainly lower than some of its previous settlements and lower than some people had feared that it might have to pay for this particular matter. But as one of Deutsche's senior managers said in the note to staff this morning, they can't yet say that the matter is closed because there are other regulators, notably the US Department of Justice, who are still looking into this matter. So it may well be that there's potential for further financial pain from this.
0: So, James, tell us how these transactions worked, the so-called mirror trades. What exactly happened?
1: These were trades that involved a Russian client buying liquid Russian securities from Deutsche Bank's Moscow office and paying for these in rubles. At the same time, or you know, close to the same time, that another counterparty sold the same number of shares or the same number of securities to Deutsche's office in London in exchange for dollars. And you know, these counterparties, in many cases, had links between each other. And so the effect was that rubles had been exchanged for dollars and had been shifted out of Russia.
0: And there was a short-circuiting of sanctions thereby, or what was the purpose of this?
1: An anti-money laundering investigation.
0: Okay, let me bring Laura in here because clearly, although it's not entirely finished, as you say, the US Department of Justice still has to settle with Deutsche over this. It is another big thing out of the way for John Cryan, Deutsche's beleaguered chief executive. And it arguably clears the way for them to start thinking about the future, start having some kind of clear strategy and potentially, Laura, go to the market and ask for money and a rights issue to shore up their capital.
2: I think that's maybe getting slightly ahead of things here. I mean, when you think about what's actually happened to Yes, they have agreed to pay these fines. The fines total about $600 million between the two of them. However, the DOJ fine, I would expect to be a far higher amount. So the DOJ fine is a big material thing. So I would be quite surprised to see the bank coming to market before they have a better handle on what that DOJ fine is going to be. Now, we do have Deutsche coming out with its end-of-year results this Thursday, so they may give us some more clarity, both around the quantum and the timing of the fine from the DOJ then. But certainly, I think it will be quite premature of them to come to market before they have their arms around that in a bit more detail.
0: Okay, well, thanks both for that. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy the FT's Banking Weekly. You can find this every Tuesday at ft.com/podcasts.
3: Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant.